This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios. House spelt the German way. No, Bart. I just think you and Jessica are too different from each other to get along. She's a sweet, kind reverend's daughter, and you're the devil's cabana boy. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I guess is I, this how you do it? Is this how, uh, is this thing on? Is uh, this a podcast? Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. No, My name is Greg. Big. My name's Alan. And we are talking about Bart's girlfriend today. Yeah. Um, Episode of The Simpsons. It's one of them. <laughs> it's the seventh, some might say. Seventh of the sixth season. <laughs> no, it's Episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> The one episode, Singular, yeah. yeah, the one episode that they've that they've but got. they ever did. Um, we're back. We're back. Yeah. For how long? Just this one. Just this one. <laughs> just this one. <laughs> you and, son of a and gun. And then I'm and I'm you're leaving again. I'm leaving in two days. <laughs> yeah. In two leave days. Me, time. You yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. And so we'll, uh, so there might be an episode. One in the seven weeks. <laughs> that I'll seven be weeks. On. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I hope sad. there's one. I hope there's more than one, but I'm not going to promise anything. Well, the next one's a hockey one, so we should try and get that one done before the hockey season is over. That would be we would <laughs> we wouldn't be doing one like if if we missed the hockey season, then we wouldn't have done one until June. <laughs> the hockey season the is joke. just the year. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, don't don't you cheat me. Well, I'll probably be gone in June again. So, Ugh. just doesn't like it here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh mercy! We have a guest. You sure do. Yeah, I wanted to get to the guest before we got to your "How have you been?" Sure. Because I, I think it would be great to have everybody in on this. Let's do it. So, our guest is Camille. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for being here, Camille. Thank you for having me here. Glad to have you. It's uh, you. It's were been a while. It has been a while. Not really. Has it? Hasn't it? Hasn't no. it? <laughs> no. When was the last time you were on? Oh. I I don't remember. I it, thought it was quite like a while. while. It, was a la- it was later, like one of the very last episodes of season five. I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. Totally was. <laughs> okay. Well, fact checkers out there, go for it. <laughs> you mean me mm. right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting a phone call from uh, a little boy. The phone line's lighting up. Uh, oh, let me just uh, find this. Uh, Line three, you're on Two Bad Neighbors. Who are we speaking to? I'm Alan from the past. <laughs> oh, hey, past Alan. How are you? Why does he sound distant? Well, he's <laughs> from he's the past. It's <laughs> a bad connection. That's how it works. It's a ghost line. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just the spirit from the past. <laughs> Don't take the money, Alan. <laughs> Don't take the money. So, how have you been, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> These are just flawless segues today. Uh, Thanks, bud. <laughs> oh, thank you, Past Alan. <laughs> Click. Yeah, there we go. There, closure. Close, close the uh, the bit. Uh, so I have been away for eight 
days ish. Uh, my plane landed last night at nine thirty p.m. and uh, I slept today, <laughs> and uh, now I'm here. Uh, but I was in. You are terrible at you buried the lead so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone for eight days. Let me then proceed to tell you about my travel. <laughs> yeah. Like, what Isn't happened? that what people want to know about? What food did they serve <laughs> on the airplane? I had a ham and Swiss croissant. Ooh. Oh, stop. I only ate half of it. Really? Yeah. And it sounds like ate, it could be kind of good. The other half's in my fridge right now. <laughs> okay. And this what about the food great. on the way there? Uh, well, on the way there, uh, funny story, actually. So yes. we were flying United. This will not be a funny story, <laughs> I guarantee United. It. I love it. Uh, which are notorious for being terrible. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Um, and so our flight was at like 7 a.m. or whatever. 6 a.m. So mm-hmm. we were there at 4 a.m. Yeah. And, uh, you know, didn't sleep. So it was just like a nightmare getting onto the plane. And then uh, once we were on the plane, uh, the captain comes on the announcement thing. Um, whatever you call that. <laughs> intercom? Sure. That's the intercom, yeah. <laughs> announcement thing, I think, is <laughs> layman's terms. Uh this is probably like a good 15 minutes past when we were supposed to take off. He comes mm-hmm. on. He's like, hey, uh, so just so you know, we have the wrong catering tray on our flight. <laughs> so uh, we actually need to exchange it for a different one because they actually all lock in uh, together. So if we have the wrong one, they won't lock in. Uh, so that was the first like <laughs> some bad sign where I'm like, really? A catering tray? That's what's... And then they're like, oh, and something's wrong with the engine. And like all this... Oh. Sh- <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into it, but basically, uh, we had to deboard the plane, and um, and then we had to because we had a connecting flight in Houston, um, and they we were going to miss it because we were delayed like over an hour or so. Uh, so we had to get a new new flight. Um, United, you know, gave us like lunch vouchers and and oh, know, how good of them! I know, right? And didn't charge <laughs> us for the. For the upgrade or whatever, we got plus seats instead of normal seats. Although I don't know, I don't know if we did. They felt pretty much the same. <laughs> like I felt like I could not move. Like we flew WestJet the way back, and mm-hmm. I was like, "This is amazing! I have so <laughs> much leg room <laughs> compared to United." Like it was garbage. So do not fly United, everybody. Boo. Um, also, the balls on them to call it a catering tray. Come on, you're not <laughs> fooling anyone. Oh, the our. our s- our sludge trolleys are, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I was in uh, I was in Orlando, Florida, for the past little while. I went to six theme parks. Whoa! Uh, seven, if you include the water park that we went to. I include that. There you go. Um, and uh, it was a long, long trip, um, like tiring, but it was great. But it was very tiring. Um, and yeah, so we went to all four parks at Disney World. Uh, Typhoon Lagoon was the water park in Disney World we went to, and then both uh, Universal parks. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, uh, I could probably fill a whole podcast with <laughs> with my thoughts about the whole trip, um, but I want to kind of rein it in a little bit and just talk about uh, a specific area of one of the parks because it is very apropos. Uh, so in Universal Studios, they have a Simpsons land, as it were. Um, originally, it was just a Simpsons ride, which I believe took over what used to be the Back to the Future ride. Okay. Uh, this is my first time at Universal, so I don't know any 
of like what where what used to be where, except for what I've read or what uh, Janelle told me because she had been to Universal before. So, so all of it was completely new to me. But from my understanding, Back to the Future used to be where the Simpsons ride is now, uh, and they kind of started building some new stuff around it, uh, mostly little kiosks and um, Simpsons related restaurants and that kind of thing. Um, so it was kind of cool. Uh, they had a Kang and Kodos uh, twirl ride as well, which I don't like spinny rides, so I didn't bother with that. But that's another thing they have. Um, but yeah, they had, uh, I want to say, at least six different little restaurants, which is like very, um, what's the word? Not apparent, an illusion. What's the word I'm looking for? Lies? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. It kind of, yeah. <laughs> no, not lies, but that's funny. Um, sod. Uh oh man, I hate when my brain does this. Can you not actually go into them? The like they're just thing that you use to dig uh, food. Miss Miss Congeniality. Miss on scent. This is kind of a fun game though. Let's see, let's see what you guys can miss. Oh boy. Koreans. Never mind. No, I don't like this game. Misty Mountains. Stop. Miss United States. Representation. Oh boy. Um uh it doesn't matter. It's it, it. It seems like it's the several entrances to each each restaurant, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, you actually enter through one spot, and it's kind of a little food court. Okay. Um, Misdirection. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Keep looking. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so you go in, and you actually have to line up in essentially a queue, like like we've been doing all week. You know. Oh, uh, good lining up and for things um which is just seemed very silly because the crusty burger was probably mm-hmm. the most popular of the restaurants uh-huh. so if you were waiting to go to like lisa's tea house of horror for example which is yes that is a thing has nothing <laughs> to do with horror it's just how they decided to brand it um it's just like little sandwiches and and that kind of thing if you want to go to that, you'd still have to wait in line behind everyone else, even though there's nobody at the little place where you can get the sandwiches. So it just, it was oh. very backwards and bizarre because, and it didn't bother me because I wanted a crusty burger. But if I had wanted like a Luigi's pizza or a Cletus's chicken shack thing, um, I would have had to wait with all the riffraff. Uh, <laughs> so it just seemed very strange. So I could, t- I could talk a lot about how Universal is very uh, uh, not on the cutting edge of theme park design they're not especially compared to disney like and you know that they're, they're very losing. competitive oh yeah. yeah they're highly losing yeah um like they charge you for so many things in universal and don't get me wrong disney does as well but for the most part you pay your entrance ticket and most everything is included even though you have to wait in long lines and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. um they charge you if you want to use lockers uh like universal charges you if you want to use lockers um they charge you if you want to dry off after a water ride um, there's like little drying machines that are five bucks to dry yourself off. Five dollars? Yes. American five American dollars? dollars. Yes. Yes. Um, also the, uh, express pass, which, uh, if you're familiar yeah. with Disney parks, they have a fast pass system yeah. mm-hmm. that's included in every, every guest ticket. So you just have to figure out how to use it right uh, in the appropriate way, uh, to, to have less, less long wait times. Uh, universal, it's like another hundred bucks for the express pass. So, and it, it feels like the express pass in Disney is revolved around scheduling, right? 
Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. So uh, at Disney, you basically choose. So right now, their system is Fast Pass Plus, where you can choose up to like sixty days before you're before you visit the park. You can choose uh, on the app like what you can choose three different rides to use your Fast Pla- Fast Pass Plus for, and. Uh, once you use all three, so like you go to the park, you use all three, uh, you can choose another one, one more thing. And then once you use that one, you can choose another one. So you can kind of keep, you can kind of schedule it so you do early ones and then, you know, keep using it throughout the day. Um, but it does give you a time window. So it'll be yeah. like, you know, between one and two, you come to the fast pass line and you're basically on the ride so much quicker. Like there was very rarely a time we used our fast pass and it felt like a long wait in any sense. So very good system. Uh, the only thing that sucks is that some of the more popular rides, it's very hard to get a fast pass for cause they're, they have a limited amount for them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, universal though, they just give you, if you pay the money, they give you an express pass. You can enter any ride at any time with your express pass. So, you know, sure. That's sounds nice if you pay another hundred bucks, but at the same time, it also like ruins or uh, makes wait times longer for people who don't get the fast, the express pass because they need to make sure that the express pass people are going through not waiting longer than 15 minutes in their lines. So they'll stop the regular queue from entering the ride for a while to get the fast pass people or the express pass people through. Right. And uh, so it's, it's kind of a, kind of a backward system, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> Simpsons land. So uh, I did have a crusty burger. Uh, I did have a Duff beer. Uh-huh. How was uh, that? They were both very average. <laughs> yeah, that sounds Aww. about right. Yeah. Um, the coolest thing actually was the Flaming Mo, which is not alcoholic, but um, it was just kind of a cool little, uh, it comes in a cup and it's got this weird kind of substance at the bottom of the cup that makes it kind of bubble and, and uh, smoke. So they don't light it on fire because that's probably a hazard, but, but it's, and it's just like kind of a tropical fruity t- tasting drink. So. Anything that makes it set on, set on fire is either going to be alcoholic or toxic. Yeah. So, <laughs> so probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was cool. It was, it was a cool little, and, the, and, you know, and that's kind of what I was thinking the whole time we were there is that I feel like it was just, there's a lot of missed opportunities in theme parks, especially when it comes to their food options, because I feel like the mentality is you're at our theme park. You're probably going to buy some food here. We can charge you whatever we want. It can be very average food. You're going to buy it, you know? But there's just there's there's such an opportunity to actually make like quality food, um, and still charge the same price. That's fine, uh, and make it something like that's part of the experience that isn't just like an afterthought. Um, like Disney does it too, where it's just like yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of different restaurant options, but nothing's really like amazing. The best place we probably ate at was the new uh, Avatar Pandora World in Animal Kingdom. They have uh, a thing called the Satuli Canteen, and they they have like so these like the um, what canteen? Satuli. What's Satuli? I don't know. <laughs> is that a thing from Avatar? I don't is know. That one of the here's, the, here's the answer. Exactly. No one knows. Everyone's only seen it once and they immediately forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a whole history about why uh, Avatar World exists, but again, whole whole other podcast. Uh, I want to know. Oh, boy. Um, uh, see, see if I can do a Coles Notes version. So yeah, please. When Animal Kingdom was first uh, planned, they were going to have uh, you know a whole kind of land that was devoted to fantastical creatures. So the idea initially was to have you know be kind of a zoo and 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 a theme park, but they were going to have actual real animals, obviously, but they were also going to have like a part that was kind of dedicated to uh, like dragons and unicorns and things like that. 
uh, that was going to be called Beastly, the Beastly Island, I think it was something like that. The um, Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> Close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and what happened was they, there was kind of a budget uh, issue, and Michael Eisner was running things at this time, and they had to basically decide whether they opened Dinoland USA or Beastly Isle. And they went with Dinoland because in their minds that was a much more uh, not only marketable uh, thing, this is also around the time the movie Dinosaur came out, which Michael Eisner thought was going to be like the great new Disney movie that everyone loves. It was not. Nope. And uh, so they had to scrap the idea for Beastly Isle temporarily. They still were planning on doing it eventually. What happened was um, because of all the kind of cutbacks and... Basically, uh, the Imagineers, the people who designed this stuff, who were really into this Beastly Kingdom thing, wanted to create it, and they were saying, you can't. They uh, parted ways amicably, and they all went to Universal and joined the Universal team. And that's when Universal was building Islands of Adventure, their new theme park, which had stuff like Jurassic Park and um, uh, Dr. Seuss, and so basically different islands that had different themes to them. And their plan was to make a place called the Lost Kingdom which was uh, three kind of mini lands in and of that kingdom. There was the, uh, like, uh, Poseidon Greek mythology area. There was the, like, Sinbad Bazaar area. And then there was Merlin's Wood, which was, like, a fantasy kingdom. And they made this amazing roller coaster called Dueling Dragons, where it was two roller coasters oh, right next yes. to each other that would battle, essentially. Oh. So you'd choose fire or ice, and you would choose which one to to ride and they would pass close to each other at, s at certain times to make it feel like you were like fighting each other. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so they put a whole lot of work into that. And then JK Rowling and co with the Harry Potter series was talking to Disney about bringing Harry Potter to Disney. JK Rowling basically said here, like here are my conditions. You can't like, I want exclusive rights to the characters still. You can't because what happened when they, they took star Wars in before they owned star Wars um, they started putting, you know, Mickey Mouse in a in a Jedi costume and doing all this shit with the Star Wars brand because mm -hmm. that was part of the deal. They could do that. Uh, she didn't want that to happen. She didn't want, you know, Harry Potter uh, like characters roaming the park. She wanted them all to be kind of self-contained in the world. Still, Disney was like, no, we're not going to do that. So she took her stuff to Universal, and Universal was like, yeah, we can do that. Uh, <laughs> so that's Ooh. when they basically mistake. took over. Yeah. Yeah. One of those rare Disney mistakes. <laughs> they took over Merlin's Wood in this uh, Isle of uh, whatever and turned it into Harry Potter World. And basically because of that, because of like all that stuff happening, the idea of the Beastly Isle at Animal Kingdom was pretty much scrapped indefinitely. And because they missed their chance with Harry Potter, they were like, you know, we need to get something on par with Harry Potter in in our kingdom. <laughs> this was in 2009. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as we all know, was the year that Avatar came out. And it was the highest grossing film of all time. Still is to this day. Um, yep. And so Disney thought, this is this is the next big thing. This is the next Harry Potter. Let's get it. So that's when they got the rights to create the world of Pandora. Um, now, there's obviously some, a lot of debate on whether or not it was a good choice or not, whether or not you know, their thoughts of it being on par with Harry Potter is correct. That being said, you know, there's supposedly five sequels planned, so who knows how big it'll be later. 
I doubt it'll be that big, but yeah. I mean, who knows, right? I see this. I yeah. see it crashing and burning so hard. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the first one's a novelty movie, and and like to be fair, like the the actual like land is really beautiful. Yeah, it's a and, beautifully rendered image. And sure. like the the Imagineers did a great job creating Pandora in Animal Kingdom. Oh, and the, okay. And the one ride we went on uh, was fantastic. Like one of my favorite rides. I don't give a shit about Avatar or Pandora, but it was like such mm-hmm. a well designed ride that it was great. Um, wait times were like up to like five hours for that ride, so we were lucky we <laughs> we rope dropped it, which uh, the term is essentially you get there before the park opens, so you're kind of queued up already, in a sense, for whatever the big ticket item is, and as soon as they drop the rope, as it were, which lets people into the, the land, you go right to that ride, and you ride mm. it early in the morning. Because, yeah, we as soon as we left it, already the line was almost to the entrance of the park, and it was like, yeah, that's like probably a five-hour wait. Whoa. Which is insanity to me, because that's yeah. your whole, that's whole day. day. That's the that whole day. That you paid to be in there for. Yeah. Why wow. would you do that? Okay, I get it if you live there. Yeah. Sure. If, if like you live in Orlando. Or if you have a season pass, yeah. 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 Or an annual pass, whatever. Yeah, yeah you can like, do it. I go here half a dozen times I a just want to ride this ride and go yeah. home. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. yeah. But for us, it was like, no, we need to rope drop it or nothing. So, yeah. so we didn't get mm-hmm. to ride the other one. There was two rides there in that world, and the other one just as long wait time. So we didn't get yeah. to ride that one, but that's okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's a long tangent about Disney Parks uh, and Universal Parks history. Uh, ThemeParkTourist.com is where I learned a lot of this stuff, so you should go mm. there because it's a fantastic website that has a lot of great articles just like that. Do you um, want to talk about The Simpsons now? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. What? We're here to so, talk about the show? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> anyway, the, the point I was trying to make uh, originally is that uh, the Krusty Burger is such a... It, it's such an opportunity to make like an actually like distinct burger. It doesn't even need to be like an amazing burger, just something distinct, right? Something that you can't get anywhere else. This just tasted like mm-hmm. a normal fast food, no, or not even fast food, a normal theme park burger, right? Crusty burger. A crusty burger. <laughs> um, doesn't sound very appetizing. <laughs> and the Duff beer just felt, just tasted like a, you know, a house draft. Which it probably was. Like, I mean, I kind. Uh, I understand it, but I, I feel but I like just... I feel like Krusty Burger isn't the place to do that because that's their place, that's their mundane, right? That's the Simpsons mundane. Duff <coughs> is mundane, right? That's the that's that's. I, I'm not giving them like giving them. Oh yeah, props for making it feel like it probably would in the world, but like. That's what it would probably be like if no, it was totally. real. It's yeah. just like, okay, this is like somewhere between a McDonald's and an A and W burger, right? And uh, well, this is a. I just feel like there's there's so many people, myself included, who you know, I bought the crusty burger just because I wanted to say I've eaten a crusty. Yeah, burger. of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, so I understand that they don't put much effort into it because people are going to do that. But if they had made it like actually like really tasty then I probably would have went back for more, you know? Like, they yeah. would have got more of my money and yeah. probably more of lots of people's money because yeah. people are going to eat it once and then move on. That's if true. they make it actually interesting and something that people talk about, like, hey, you actually have to try the Krusty Burger. It's really tasty. Krusty people Burger are going to go back. But, it, yeah, so it was just... Uh, and that's how I felt about a lot of the Simpsons land, to be honest. Um, mm. You know, even in the, the gift shops and whatnot, they had, like, a shirt that said Pin Pals on it. And I'm like, why do that? Make the bowling shirt. Make the actual uniform. The actual bowling shirt yeah, that they obviously. wear. You know, yeah, make a Mr. Plow shirt you know, or a mm-hmm. coat, you know, like do the things that are act. Don't just have the branding, like make it something that because I would have 
I would have bought so many things if yeah. they had like actual, especially if it's stuff you can pretty much only get there, right? Like mis- yeah. like a Mister Plow jacket, exactly. Yeah, for for me who's coming back to minus minus twenty degree That's weather great. from plus twenty six, yeah. what like, a great parka! <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, I'll I'll need that soon. Yeah. Um. So. And the, the other the other key missed opportunity is that um, so we went to Quickie Mart and uh, they they had some little like personalized items and that kind of thing like keychains and and that kind of thing no license plates no license plates no personalized license plates really yeah hmm. wait were there no board license there plates? weren't li- any license any plates license at all. plates at all however uh, I do have a gift for you Greg oh what <gasps> because they did have Quickie Mart name tags <gasps> and they did have one that I think you might enjoy. Uh, Aww. Is this for me? Yeah. That's Aww. for you. <laughs> I was like, when we were in Simpsons Land, I'm like, oh, man, if they have Bort license plates, I'm getting one for Greg. Um, and like I said, they didn't have those, but they had a close uh, approximation. They have a which Bort is a, name a tag. A Bort Quickie Mart name tag. That's so. beautiful. That's lovely, Alan. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Would you like some Tic Tacs? <laughs> <laughs> would you like some Simpsons branded Tic Tacs? <laughs> Boy, would I. They taste like Buzz Cola. Oh. Mm-hmm. So. That was another thing I did not get, which I regret. Because um, I had already gotten like a. That tastes like RC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be. Uh, oh, I can't remember what. It's, it, it said it was a cherry flavored uh, uh, energy cola or whatever is what it listed it as. A cherry flavored energy cola? <laughs> yeah. Buzz Cola. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. Huh. They probably didn't want to make it just a cola, so they put some cherry in there yeah. too. Make it a little interesting. Anyway, these are these are fun. Where'd you get these? Where did you get these, Camille? I Camille got gave those these to me from a convenience store in Venice, Italy. Wow. Yeah, I thought they were really fun, so I picked one up for Gregory. They are very fun. They have the Simpsons faces on. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. a Homer and a Marge. Yeah, mm-hmm. little so yellow Tic Tacs. It's fun. Now they're gonna be married in my mouth. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> got them. This is the first time I'm bringing them up. On the podcast. Oh, delightful. It was the first time I'm having them. What a fun thing to offer guests on this show. Mm. That's a great idea. Yeah. This is the From point. From now on, every guest gets a Simpsons Tic Tac. Yeah, <laughs> this is the point in the podcast where we give you a Simpsons tip Tic Tac. Mm. <laughs> tip Tap. Tip Tip. Brought to tip you tip. by Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Yeah. This is going to go on my... Mm. Guitar strap. Oh, great. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's definitely what's going to happen. <laughs> I love it. What episode did we watch? Oh, boy. <laughs> we haven't oh, talked right. about it at all. Yeah. I haven't even talked about The Simpsons Ride. Uh, <laughs> but I won't. It was passable. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. The, oh, okay. <laughs> no, just, just as a general final thought about parks in general, the way they're going. Uh, Universal especially seems to be really going towards the route of uh, track track rides with screens. So you put on 3D glasses and you like move in space to a screen. The screen has a scene happen and it's like 3D, you know, and like water splashes you and shit like that. And then it moves to another screen, et cetera, et cetera. Repeat ad nauseum. Uh, it was really disappointing, to be honest, that so many of the rides were like that. Uh, there's an amazing Spider-Man ride, which I believe was one of the first ones to do it, uh, which was really cool. And it was also the first one of those that I rode. So I think that helped. But then we rode like the Transformers ride, the Simpsons ride, uh, Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon. 
Um, what? Who is that for? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, question. fans of New York and Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon and racing. And 30 Rock, maybe. You go through, like, a fake 30 Rock queue, and then, like, Barbershop Quartet comes out. Okay. It's, it's bizarre. But, uh, yeah, all of them were just the same same kind of idea. Like, you put on the glasses, the thing makes you feel like you're in motion, and the screen does all the all the work. And then, yeah, they splash you with water at least once every ride. Like, I <laughs> joked to Janelle about it. I was, like, I was like, yeah, all of them have to splash you with water. And that was before we went on the New York one. And then, of course, there's a moment in the New York one where you go into the Hudson River or whatever, and Naturally. it splashes you. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like great. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> Thank you. My um, phone is getting wet. Yeah. And Disney has it, too. Like, I'm not going to put them off the hook. They have a bunch of those, too, that are, you know, little splashes in some 3D mm-hmm. setting. And uh, I understand that it's probably a lot cheaper for them to make these rides. CG is a lot cheaper than building real animatronics these days. But there's something about the actual, like, actually moving through space, actually seeing real things, even if they're obviously fake electronics. There's the E.T. ride was the, is the oldest ride there, and they wanted to get rid of it. And Steven Spielberg said, don't. Like, don't do it. Um, and the only reason it's still there is because he forced them not to. And we went on that, and it was really cool. It was so nice. simple. You're just on little bikes, and you just go around, and you see different scenes uh, from E.T.'s home planet. <laughs> it's really bizarre, but um, they also have this weird thing where they ask your name as you enter, and then some lady, some poor lady, is like typing all of them into a thing. And at the very end of the ride, E.T. is like, Greg, Camille, <laughs> Alan, thank you. <laughs> like he says all of your names on the ride. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really cool. I don't know. There's something really like charming about it. <laughs> <laughs> so Simpsons ride was basically uh, you're in a little cart and you just watch a screen and it make it jostles you around. So it was very underwhelming, especially for the wait time. It was like thirty plus minutes. So what would your yeah. Simpsons ride be? Oh man. Well, I don't have very much experience going on rides. Uh, I went to Disneyland as a child, but I don't like rides, what? so I didn't go World on. World is your oyster, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> what would it be? I don't know. I just assumed every ride was a roller coaster, and the idea of that really scared me. So I just Aww. never went on any because I'm like, well, if I start going on one, there's no getting off. Like, so you ever on like Pirates? Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I did go Haunted on that Mansion. one. It's a small world. It's a small it's a world. world. That one I Many could handle. Winnie the Pooh. I could, I could handle. These are all the dark rides, by oh, the way. That's okay. the, their classification is a dark ride. Basically, it just means you're you're in an enclosed building, oh, and you're okay. on a slow-moving uh, track of some kind. So, like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, you're in a boat, but it's mm-hmm. just slow-moving through past scenes, and right. usually on animatronics. That's what right. they call a dark ride. Well, I remember my dad making me go on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh, I love that one. And I was so traumatized. Oh, no. I burst into tears, oh, and there no. was just so much. I was seven also, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I was very traumatized. It was my dad shaking me the whole time, like, Mr. Toad, Wild Ride, <laughs> while, while the ride was happening as well. And then, like, threatening to, like, I'm going to push you like, off and leave you in here. Oh, no, yeah. I feel like that probably oh, that, that probably is a big reason why you Mr. don't like rides. Yeah, like, oh, no. <laughs> Mr. Toad, Mr. Toad, wild ride! <laughs> I'm gonna shove you off the ride. Yeah. <laughs> We're having fun here in Disneyland. Yeah, please, my dad, dad no. no. My dad in the past sounds a bit like Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> ah, oh Mr. boy, Toad. this is gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but my Simpsons ride would be. Um, 
probably like an animatronic sort of like lots of like cute like tongue in cheek like oh it's mole man oh mm. we can touch his his soft peanutty head when we go by that's fun yeah i feel like a dark ride would would be a really good uh it, like you have so much content for Simpsons, you yeah. just ha- like just get in a little cars, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're driving through Springfield. Or just uh, do the opening. Different... Yeah, the sure. opening, but like yeah. as a ride. Yeah. We start you in the clouds and then do. See, already these stuff. are better ideas than what yeah. they did. So yeah. just do the whole opening. Yeah. And that's awesome. Right? Yeah. yeah. You can do you can you can do that as yeah. a ride. Just just quit phoning it in, everybody at Universal. <laughs> that's my advice to you. There you have. And been then maybe found one wanting. day. You will be as big as Disney and not have charged people for five dollars to dry off. <laughs> Please, we need the money. <laughs> That's why there's day. water in every ride. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna dry people off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make a fortune. Um, okay, so can we talk about the episode? Sure can. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I knew this was gonna be a, a long one. I've, like I said, I could fill a podcast with. Well, let's not. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just explaining why this has happened. I warned you, and then I you kept saying, "Tell me the stories." So anyway, tell me more. Bart's girlfriend is the episode that. we're talking about today. This is the seventh episode of The Simpsons' sixth season, and uh, it was directed by Susie Dieter, written by John Collier, and it originally aired November sixth, nineteen ninety four. So still doing, still doing good. Yeah. Um. This is a this is a nice episode, I think. <laughs> I I liked it. All right, so uh, you can reach us at yep. the Hammock District on Third at gmail dot com. Thanks, we Camille, are out of for time. coming on. Thank you. Yeah, I just... uh, yeah no, uh, this is this is an episode that I don't have many laughs in. No, me neither. To but be honest, I'm okay with it. But it's a it's a intre- I like the I like the premise. I think it's a good premise. Um, basically, what if Bart found someone who is meaner than him, who is, like, a a worse kid than him. Um, Not only that, but someone he falls for. That's true. You know? So that's an interesting concept. It makes complete sense why he would fall for her, right? But it also makes complete sense why he would want to get away from her because she's... uh, She's who Ife thinks Bart is. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bart really shows off that he does know right from wrong. He doesn't he want just, to be a criminal. He just wants to be a petty. Thug. Yeah. And that, and there is a difference between like toilet papering a statue and stealing, stealing collection plate money from a church. Yeah. There's a there's a difference, right? Yeah. Um, the first one is funny. <laughs> the second one still kind of funny. Kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still kind of funny, but but Depends worse. On your, uh, <laughs> Your feelings about the church. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's still kind of funny, but in a worse way, because that's not, that's charity money, right? That's that's money that people gave, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's yeah. knowing where it would go, being like, this is what I want to spend my money on, right? Mm-hmm. And you've taken that right from them. Yes. Regardless, I of don't hear scrubbing. As far as, but as far as you know, like toilet papering a statue. I mean, like that just gives someone work the next day. Yeah, it's just kind of mean. Yeah, they're gonna do some work anyway, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> it's keeping the toilet paper companies. That's how I feel about movie theaters. <laughs> really? Wait. Chanel's always like, "Oh, like bring your garbage." I'm like, "No, it's 
That's what they paid for. <laughs> it actually, it's not like it's it not, actually is. But though. I mean, You're like not... I worked at a movie theater, and I no matter what, no matter how clean the theater was after everyone left, I still had to sweep every aisle. Every I still aisle. had to walk up and yeah. down. Like I did too. Yeah. And it's not like I'm dumping the popcorn out and being like, "Yeah, clean that up, idiots." I'm just I'm leaving <laughs> my bag next to the seat. That is half empty. I completely get where you're coming from, and I also get where Janelle's coming from. Oh, yeah, me too. Because it's a very simple thing to do, is just pick up your garbage and put it in the... Mm -hmm. You do it everywhere else. It's on the way out. Everywhere else. It's on the way out. It's not even, you know, out of the way. They make it pretty easy for you. No. It's right there. Really funny to think of you just appending it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, and then, like, mic dropping your pop. (laughs) (laughs) So it goes everywhere. Yeah. Do you want any more of this? No. (laughs) <laughs> well, see ya. Well, now no one gets like, it. It's a, it's <laughs> like this like self uh, fulfilling prophecy, I think, because like I said, I worked at a movie theater and people were so such slobs that like anytime I go to a movie theater, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, people are people are like this, and so am I. Fuck you, mm-hmm. and just like, <laughs> Everyone... like I rip off the top of the M and M's and I just drop it on the ground. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that's where that belongs currently. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, what is the craziest like? The like food thing that you found working in a movie theater, like someone just like taking a pickle off and sticking it to the back of the seat, <laughs> like just like completely illogical, like food waste slobbery. Um, I mean, I can't think of nothing sticks out in my brain. This is a long time ago, by the way, when I worked in a movie theater, but nothing sticks out in my brain in terms of food. Um, and I'd struggled saying this because it's very gross, but there was definitely a time where there was uh. A whole lot of napkins and uh, some um, romantic discharge. Ah! After what movie? It was like it was some dumb horror film. Even it wasn't that even like right. a, like Jeepers Creepers or something like one of those movies. Mm-hmm. So it was either they were really bored by the movie or <laughs> really excited by it. So. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Ah. That's definitely garbage. You should clean up yourself. Yes, please. Cotton <laughs> <laughs> uh, so candy uh, vomit. That was mine. Oh, yeah. gross! But yeah. also, like, beautiful. No, it, well, it was it was pink <laughs> and blue. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> and it was in the bathroom, but just uh, you know, uh, not in the toilet. <laughs> it was just oh. all over the floor. Oh. And it was like, there's sinks, there's urinals, there's toilets. You missed <laughs> all of them. And you hit the floor, you dumb seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I imagined it was maybe a wasted unicorn. <laughs> I just came uh, and was like, I gotta use oh, the Gary. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't watch this movie. <laughs> And Gary <laughs> and Gary Gary the unicorn pukes cotton candy. candy. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, makes it's sense. Just the colors. Yeah, I like that. Tracks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah. Wow. So guys. at the very least, I feel like you know me leaving a bag of popcorn next to a seat is probably most employees like, oh, this is a nice day. This is oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's a treat. Oh, what a what a what a happy happy time I'm well, having. Well, I can actually tell you, like based like considering like. <laughs> I have no idea why we're on this right now, <laughs> but um, 
But because of the, you know, the nature of the movie theater, like a lot of people do just like take the popcorn yeah, and, and just, just dump pour it, it out. Yeah, a lot true. of people do that. Yeah. And so like when I was they, like, working, throw it at their friends, like yeah. yeah. When I was working in the theaters, I hated that because it took so much longer to clean up just a big pile of popcorn. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was like you gotta use the broom and all that. Yeah. And it's a lot easier if someone just leaves it and it's in a bag. Mm-hmm. Because then you just toss it away. And you're just like, oh, this goes in the garbage and yep. I'm done. Yeah. So we're helping them. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're this close <laughs> to helping them out. This close. We stop short of actually doing an actual nice thing. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Again, it's mostly habit. It's not that something I consciously do. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to leave this for you idiots. It's more just, oh, yeah, no, that's just like what I usually, I, I don't think about it. This is a great so, episode so far, guys. So good. <laughs> uh, so scene one. Yeah. <laughs> if you like what you've heard here so far and would like more, please can uh, consider applying to be one of our friends in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot more this. This is what we do in normal situations. So. Yeah. Bart meets a girl. Yes. Played by Meryl Streep. Yes, which is, uh, I don't know about you, a big surprise for me once I mm-hmm. learned, the first time I learned that. That was a huge surprise. Her voice is brilliant. Yeah. Of she course actually, She actually does, do, like, she voice acts. Yeah. She puts mm-hmm. on a little girl's voice. Yeah. Um, Hi, Bart. Right? Like, it's, <laughs> the way she, she like, the way she talks is just so great. It's yeah. so great. So it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the, probably one of the top 10 guest spots. Uh, of the show, I'd say. Yeah, I would agree. Like, yeah. she's just like, I mean, it's Meryl Streep, so did we actually think it wasn't going to be amazing? Um, uh, she's kind of garbage, if you <laughs> ask me. <laughs> Overrated. Overrated. <laughs> um, no, I really, I've always enjoyed it. Did you know that it was Meryl Streep the first time you saw this episode? Uh, no, I didn't know it until, like, probably pretty recently, like within the past year or two. Yeah. And that's like a shocking, like, then you hear it, and then when you re-listen to the app ep- or re-watch the episode, then you're sort of like extra listening to it, but it's still kind of, oh, because you're right. Usually if there's a celebrity, vo- they just phone it in and talk yeah. normal. They're just like, hello, I am Meryl Streep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that's not the character's name, Meryl. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, but I had a, a, a unofficial guide to the Simpsons book or whatever when I was growing up, yeah. right? And it would have like a little on each episode uh, a sidebar that has like uh, usually the most prolific guest star of the episode or um, a character that's in the episode that kind of thing. Like Roy was in there for the Itching Scratchy and Poochie one, for example. Um, but for this one, it had uh, Jessica Lovejoy, and then on the bottom, it always say uh, voiced by, and it would say who they're voiced by. It said Meryl Streep. Um, however, because of the way uh, Dustin Hoffman and Michael Jackson were credited. In the show, the book didn't correct that. So, uh, Mr. Bergstrom was listed in this book as voiced by Sam Etik. And uh, Michael Jackson's character was said to be voiced by John J. Jones or whatever. I think it's just John J. Anyway. Um, so, for some reason, and I knew that that was incorrect, that those were Dustin Hoffman and Michael Jackson. So, for some reason, when it said voiced by Meryl Streep, I thought it was another weird joke. <laughs> like, I didn't believe it because, because I was like, no, that's, that can't be Meryl Streep. She's like a grown woman. This is clearly a child who's voicing this. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's interesting. That um, is interesting. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> this is an interesting podcast that everyone's <laughs> enjoying. <laughs> 
and we are very good friends <laughs> talking about The Simpsons, the animated uh, show yes. on Fox. Yes. <laughs> Your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons seasons one through ten, and also <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> oh boy, um, did we like this episode? Uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I do enjoy this episode. Like I said, it's not a huge laugher; it's not a huge laugh-filled laugh episode right. for me. But it's it's just yeah, I think it's got such a great guest spot um, and an interesting premise that uh, I forgive the lack of laughs. And not not even a lack of laughs is probably the wrong wrong thing. The you know, the LOL as I say, the lack of laughs. Yeah. Um but the <laughs> that's gonna catch on. <laughs> but instead Greg hated that. The Lola coaster, uh, <laughs> the lack of laughs roller coaster. Uh one well, but did it you just call it a roller coaster? <laughs> mm-hmm. It Kay. doesn't have as many as many laughs as a classic, uh especially this season so far. Yeah. Episode. It's it's the laughs are are less of the you know <laughs> late nature and more of the <laughs> <laughs> nature mm-hmm. if that makes any sense like mm-hmm. the like like there's that whole scene where bart walks past marge and homer with glue on his back and the cat on his back mm-hmm. right and like that whole scene is very quiet but it's super funny yeah right like because it's like is something wrong with bart did he get new glasses <laughs> <laughs> I think we should pay more attention. I think there's something wrong with him. Probably, Probably misses his old glasses, <laughs> right? And it's like, yeah, I don't want to smother him. Yeah, then we'd get the chair. <laughs> it's not what I meant. It, it was Marge, admit, admit it. it. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Every line of that is actually a, a, really, scene, yeah. is a really funny joke, and they both play it so well. <laughs> like, those, like, Julie Kavner and Dan, uh, they, they both they nail it. It's like it's like a sitcom, very much like a realistic sitcom moment in this it's, season that doesn't have that hasn't had a lot of those. It's a great moment of Homer. Um, He's being quietly giving, stupid. Well, g- <laughs> creating a premise and then maintaining that premise no matter what. Where, yeah. Like I just that's such a weird thing where he's like, oh, like what's up with Bart? And it's like. New glasses. <laughs> uh, he, you know, he seems depressed. Probably misses his old glasses. He's already decided that new glasses is the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a question. It was a statement. Yeah. Like, he said new glasses. He bent new glasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. Yeah. Great little scene. Yeah. Camille, um, did you Camille, like this episode? You I did. I Yeah, I agree. It's not like uh, a thigh slapper. Um <laughs> I hate that term. A TS, if you will. Yeah, a TS. That's why they call it a knee slapper. Mm -hmm. Oh. I, you know, we all laugh differently, Greg. Um, (laughs) That's true. This episode, when you I have a trick knee, all right? I don't like to slap it. (laughs) Yes. Um, When we, when you invited me on for Bart's girlfriend, the episode I was thinking of is the neighbor girl episode. New kid on the block. Yes. Like the older babysitter. Yeah. That's always the one I think, like I knew this one existed, but I always think of that one first in terms of like yeah. a Bart's girlfriend. Yeah. And it's definitely a similar, kind of similar uh, germ of an idea anyway. Like mm-hmm. what if Bart got a girlfriend? The difference is this time she re- reciprocates mm-hmm. in new kid on the block. She does not. She mm-hmm. just sees him as a little kid. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a very different dynamic because I mean, the whole episode is a very interesting dynamic where uh, Bart's kind of taken on this roller coaster of emotions in a way where he, Sees this girl and just finds her very, very pretty, as 10-year-olds do, and, you know, is interested in her and tries to impress her, because he knows she's the reverend's daughter, so he tries to be not bad, you know, go against his nature, 
But then he finds out that she is into the bad boy because she's bad. She's, you know, rebelling against her parents, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. And then she's too bad. (laughs) Well, it also makes sense that her rebellion is worse. Yes. Because of the way her parents are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The rev. Yeah. Like... It's a it's a it, it, it's a stereotype, right? Like if you, the stricter your upbringing, the harder the rebellion. Yeah, right? they've already. I mean, they've they've had that same thing with Ned, where they show that his parents were a bunch of hippies, and therefore he becomes more straight laced. Yeah, lousy beatniks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Pat Oswald does a whole bit about that, right? Where he talks about how, like, uh, you know, if you're a if you're a cool dad, you're gonna have shitty kids. Yeah. It's yeah. like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a lame dad and have really cool kids. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but it's uh, it's a it's a fun it's a fun ride. And then of course the final act is all about uh, Jessica stealing the money and not blaming it on Bart, but not uh, speaking up when he gets blamed for it. Right. Allowing um, him to take the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she just clearly doesn't care about him at all. Yeah. Um. And in the end. She learns a valuable lesson that she can get men to do anything <laughs> she wants. That's right. Which is the lesson we all should learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I got to go. I have so many things to do. <laughs> yeah, so many things you can get done. I know. <laughs> Alan, could you grab me a glass of water, actually? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want ice? No. Okay. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> you know that I don't. My teeth get cold. <laughs> when the get... ice touches my front teeth, I get such a shiver. <laughs> I fly into a blind rage. <laughs> I see white, then red, then I slap you in the face. Um, there's a, uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of, uh, fun going on in the first scene of this, uh, of this episode Mm -hmm. that, um, I forget every single time I, that there's a Cowboys versus Indians game that the children are playing. Yeah. They're playing that. (laughs) It's like, huh, (laughs) this is dated. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is dated. <laughs> um, like I'm not gonna come down on it because, be- no. like, it was a sh- it's a kids playing in the '90s, right? Yeah. And but it doesn't, but do- it doesn't really feel very true now, mm-hmm. right? Which is a very rare thing for classic Simpsons is mm. to feel I f- I find is to feel dated, like uh, because like they don't really use the internet. They don't really use smartphones or anything like that, but the Yet. their stories are are so universal. In, I'm like we're talking classic Simpsons, yeah. right? Um, but the stories are so universal that they don't. It doesn't really, and the animation is so weird mm-hmm. that it doesn't actually feel of a specific place. And it does start to feel that way when they do start to use the internet and emails and 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 cell phones and smartphones and stuff like that. Mm. So they usually avoid. Uh, they or they usually don't find themselves with jokes that just don't really work mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. And that was and that was kind of a surprise to me, being like, oh, yeah, that's not really funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but what happens afterwards, the kids getting called in to, to go to church. Oh, yeah. That is very funny. I think that's a bunch of Planet of the Apes references. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, with the throwing of the net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kirk uh, riding on a horse for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your thing when in your in your childhood that your that your parents might call you in for that you really didn't want to do? Anything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> if I was out playing, like anytime it's like, hey, come inside. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm having fun. I want to come in on my terms. <laughs> but uh, nothing specific. That Three I more minutes. We didn't, we didn't go to church. Uh, you know, I guess you could argue like supper, mm-hmm. but. At least at the, you know, I'd be like, oh, at least I get to eat, though. Yeah. So it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't think yeah. of anything. Mine's similar. I Similar, but the opposite, because they'd be like, hey, do you want to, it's nice out. You want to go outside? I'm like, no. <laughs> Summer. Staying in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Write some <my> fanfic. Duh. <laughs> you want to go for a walk? You want to go to the store? No. <laughs> Why would I do Why that? Why would I do that? There's bugs outside. <laughs> I'm developing a healthy All my pallor. stuff is here. Why would <laughs> I leave? Did you say healthy pallor? Yeah. <laughs> I just got Xena Warrior Princess on N64. I'm not leaving this week. <laughs> Never this leaving again. Yes. <laughs> we bought it from Blockbuster pre-owned. <laughs> nice. But yeah, probably dinner. Yeah. Dinner would be called. Yep. Um, I, was, I did a lot of activities. When I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I was called in to do any of those, I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Like, and these are things that I genuinely love to do uh-huh. as well. Like, <laughs> like I did Taekwondo, and I really enjoyed it. Um, fencing, I really enjoyed it. Um, guitar, still really enjoy that. I was going to say, these are all violent things, but guitar is not. So. Well, it depends how you use it. I guess so. <laughs> uh, if you use it to take down the establishment, that machine kills fascists. Mm-hmm. You know it. Now do classical gas. <laughs> beep, 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 <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it was, it was usually when I was called in to do something structured. Yeah, like uh, when Shlomo sense. gets called in for his violin lessons in this, in this episode. <laughs> Yeah. Is it Shlomo? I think it is. Is that like a Fiddler on the Roof reference? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh. Me neither. Cute. I think it's a Fiddler on the Roof reference. It, it would make sense. It seems, it seems like it. It's a violin. I don't know if that's racist or not. I don't think it is. Just assuming that Shlomo is from Fiddler? No, and it's violin lessons. It's a, You're using deductive reasoning. I guess so. Yeah. Write in if you think that this is offensive. <laughs> uh so And Alan will <laughs> prostrate himself and apologize for it. Oh, hold on. I just got 17 emails. <laughs> We're not even live. Wow, how did, how did I, figured I also figured out how to do this live. Oh. Yeah. That sounds dangerous. It is, but here we are anyway. Wait, we're doing it live? Yes, we are. Oh, shit. You didn't oh. notice the giant radio antenna on the roof? No. Oh, or the on-air sign <laughs> Greg uh, made. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not like, it, it doesn't, doesn't light up. It doesn't it light just, up or anything. You just know it's a drawing. He just pins it, <laughs> pins it to the wall. On-air. And then when someone comes down the stairs, I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Can't you read? And then point to the, the it's clearly marked. It lights <laughs> up and everything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I worked hard on it. (laughs) 
Anyway, guys, uh, great episode. <laughs> See you next time. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, aren't we have some business to segments. take care of. <laughs> segments. We got the reference desk. Yes, we do. Let's go there. <laughs> well, I mentioned uh, the Planet of the Apes. Yes. Um, and uh, gotta gotta mention the uh, the straight jacket. Sure. The Hannibal Lecter esque uh, straight jacket and mask. Yep. On uh, Body Dolly, I guess. That's what the oh, thing they wheel him in on. I was like, no, his name is Bart. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why you're forgetting. It's I'm, I'm sorry. Is his name I'm, Body Dolly? I'm, I'm sorry. Body I'm having Dolly. a seizure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My favorite character from The Simpsons is Body Dolly Body Simpson. Dolly. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, Down I go. <laughs> Nelson's outfit at the beginning uh, is reminiscent of the Borg. Oh, Star Trek. It, yeah. Oh, he also yeah. has a Nerf gun. You remember yeah. Nerf? <laughs> They're back. They're back in gun form. Uh, yeah, I had a Nerf gun. Uh, it I was had so many. I had. Here's okay. Um, <laughs> what kinds did you have? Uh, I couldn't tell you the names or anything. Ones okay. with darts. Were they like clips? Like could they shoot a lot? Uh, no, it was usually like a couple. Yeah, at a time. I had one Nerf gun and one Nerf dart. Okay. Oh, oh, it's the one shot. Yeah. <laughs> one, one shot. Opportunity. One kill. <laughs> Put the Nerf really dart on and then... <laughs> Mom, <laughs> would, Mom's spaghetti? It would always just like... Because the dart was bent, so it would just like go up and then fall. Oh. Yeah, it was really bad. Were you poor growing up? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Greg. We can only afford one Nerf dart this year. <laughs> I know you. Want, I know you wanted dart. a pony. No, you get one Nerf dart no, instead. It's not that. My parents just didn't you didn't wrap it either. It's just in this want plastic me to have, bag. Have a lot of guns. That didn't really <laughs> go. The over receipts well, in there if you want to return it for oh candy. God. Uh, it's off-brand uh, candy. Don't get excited. Yeah, Planet of the Apes. Uh, so Bart has a troll doll. Yeah, he sings yeah, awful that Troll fun. Man, which is a spoof of Soul Man yeah, by the I'm Blues Brothers. Man. I think. By the Blue, Blues Brothers? As yeah. In like Jake and Elwood? Yeah. I don't know if they originated it, but they definitely sang it. Sure. They sang it at Universal when we were there. Um, <laughs> it all comes back to that. Saturday Night Fever. When he's strutting. Yeah. Down, 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 down. Uh, there's three songs that Homer sings in succession. Yep. Sunrise, Sunset, Cat's Cradle, yeah. and They Have No Bananas. <laughs> yes, and we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Uh, yeah, apparently the, that was very expensive for that joke because they had to pay rights for all three songs. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Cat's so, the Cradle. Seem worth it. Um, Sarah Plain and Tall is a book. Sure is. And a sick burn. Uh, yeah, take that. <laughs> Why was she? She was just watching him in the dark, yeah. crying. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. It's a it's a book series actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I read one of them in grade three. How was it? Hmm. Pretty plain. Okay. <laughs> How tall? It was a. Uh, I mean, it was like a babysitter's club sized book. Okay, okay. So, so normal normal yeah. height. Normal, normal height <laughs> for a book. <laughs> So it fulfilled 50% of its promise. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, well, it was about Sarah. <laughs> Good. What a great Halloween so, sorry. costume. 66.6%. That would be a great Halloween costume. Mm. Sarah Plain and Tall? Yeah. Just like it's with very, the, a deep pull. Just a very like just a very straight dress, no makeup. Mm-hmm. Very limp yeah. hair. <laughs> oh, I was just drinking like tepid. I'm like, does anyone else want some tepid water in a mug? <laughs> <laughs> with a glass. In a mug? (laughs) To keep it tepid so it doesn't get too cold. Of course. (laughs) Glass gets too cold. (laughs) Story story makes sense. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Miser Lou. Yeah. 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 We get it. Do you, Greg? Yeah. Have you heard of this movie, Pulp Fiction? I've seen it about a hundred times. Great. That's too many times, man. You're telling me. It's I long. know. I, it's two hours and 45 minutes. It's too long. Uh, it's way too long. The Lovejoys have, have a painting or replica of The Last Supper by Da Vinci. Uh, the boy at the uh, library, as well as at the end, um, that Lisa likes is uh, reminiscent of uh, uh, James Dean. Totally is. Even got Rebel the red jacket. Yeah. Uh, the sign at the um, uh, church. Uh, evil Women in History, from Jezebel to, to Janet, Janet Reno. Reno. <laughs> yeah. So take that, Janet Reno. Uh, and then you already said Silence of the Lambs. So there you go. That was them in order. I was trying to keep track this time. Sorry, sorry. That's fine. Um, the, uh, trying to have some semblance of order on this podcast that we've talked about Disney World for <laughs> 90% of it. Yeah, over half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to, if you want me to start my own Disney podcast, please write in. <laughs> I mean, you got to do something over the next seven weeks. I really do. <laughs> Help. Um. So, what's your favorite joke in this episode, Greg? My favorite joke is the admitted mar. You were admitted Marge, You were yeah, yeah. Thinking about that whole smothering yeah her child yeah yeah. I don't, but I don't want to smother him. Oh yeah, then we get the chair. That's not what I. <laughs> that's not what I meant. It was Marge. Admit it. I just thought that was so funny. Like it, he's being so dumb. Like, <laughs> but it's clearly in the front of his mind. Yes, <laughs> he's very violent to Bart in this episode, right? Like, if you can look at me and tell me that you didn't steal the collection plate, that's all I need. I didn't steal it. How dare you lie to me? <laughs> and he starts choking his son. I took the money. Yes, we know. Okay. <laughs> he confessed. He confessed. <laughs> okay. That's Stop. Great, he's headed toward uh, the window. Yeah, that's a great moment, too, where he's just like, for once, you didn't do anything wrong. Just tell the truth, and they'll believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even get a word out. Yeah. <laughs> just assume the worst, poor guy. What's your I favorite joke? The money? Uh, my favorite joke is, Yar, I hate <laughs> the sea and everything in it. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad you said Damn that. It. That was mine, too. It's <laughs> such a tangential joke. It's so good, it's though. It's so <laughs> It's my favorite sea captain appearance uh, that I so I feel is canon. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's had many appearances before this where you're like, what are you doing? And, you know, he says, I don't know what I'm doing and, like, all this <laughs> stuff. And this is finally when it all comes comes to the front. Like, oh, it's because he hates the sea and everything in it. Yeah. It all makes sense now. He's actively sabotaging <laughs> boats. <laughs> Like he's risen to the position of controlling at least one lighthouse and mm-hmm. is using that power to ship 
wreck <laughs> everything. Well, this must be the first ship he he did this to. I don't think it because, is. Well, the, I think he's got guy... a taste for it. <laughs> I'm I sorry. I mean, at this at this lighthouse. There. Yeah, okay. maybe it was the first time the guy was okay. there. But yeah, because he's like, like, oh, shouldn't we do this? He's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think after that he'd be like, I need to report you. <laughs> the the best part about that joke is that it keeps going. Right, mm-hmm. most shows would be like would would have like the the lighthouse be pointing the uh, the wrong way towards the church, right? Mm-hmm. And it would go. It's like I'm telling you, I think it should be pointed out to sea. And the sea captain says, "I know what I'm doing," and that's where that's the joke, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they go further. They go so much further with it to being like, "Well, what's the logical conclusion?" Well, a <laughs> a, a ship wrecks. It's like okay. But why wouldn't he put the put it out to sea? Because if he knows what he's doing, well, it's like, well, maybe he hates the sea <laughs> and everything in it. But he's a sea captain. He, like, that's the joke. His that's pipe great. Into into the water. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. It's a nice little flourish. It really is. Yeah, that's a great choice. Great okay. choice. That was mine too. Yeah, that was I, yours yeah. too. So so also great choice. Yeah, Alan. <laughs> great choice. Thank Alan. you, Greg. <laughs> All right. Well, well. well. See you in seven weeks. Well, yeah. Bye. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it for now. Uh, hopefully, we'll get another app out before Greg is back. But if not, uh, you know, check out our sister podcasts. Um, we got uh, some other podcasts on the Boathouse Network that sure do. Uh, will be uh, releasing stuff, uh, I imagine. Oh yeah, um, there will be another episode of Cocktails, Cocktails. coming out coming out next month. Uh, yeah, uh, another <laughs> episode of uh, Wing Wednesdays uh, coming out, and uh, stay tuned for more episodes of uh, Who Is Speaking. There's some live episodes that I have yet to post, and the brand new. Uh, Boathouse Studios podcast, The Cinevals, will be premiering in December. As well, that's with a V. Yeah, Cinevals. Some of you might be familiar with our now defunct podcast called The Cinepals. This is not that. This is not that. What is this, Camille? <laughs> we have one of the hosts here today. Well, right. obviously, it's a journey through the cinematic landscape of the works of Mr. Val Kilmer. Ooh. Starting with his very first film, Top Secret! Exclamation <laughs> point. Is that Mel Brooks? It's no, not. but you think no. it. You think it was. It's a spoof movie, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, you host this podcast with Ally Direct. Yes, I do. All right. Yes. And is this going to be a monthly podcast? Oh, hopefully much more frequently. He yeah. has so many daily. films. It's a daily <laughs> podcast. Sometimes they just Not talk about his news. comings and goings of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today, Val went to uh, the Chick-fil-A for, for lunch. Uh, a strange choice for him. <laughs> as he is a vegan. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know anything about He's him. He's a Valgan. He's a Valgan. Oh, boy. <laughs> so many puns. Wow. Expect many more puns like that oh, yes. on the Cinevals premiering soon. On the Boathouse Studios Network. That's right. But if you uh, want to talk to us here at Two Bad Neighbors, uh, you can reach us at the Hammock District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod, on Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod. Like us on Facebook and uh, listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and all the places you get podcasts. Uh, leave us a review and rating on iTunes. That'd be really nice. That would be really nice. We, we had a couple for a while, and then it's uh, petered off, so... Gotta remind people. Yeah. Those five 
If you're going to leave a four-star review, <laughs> just leave a five. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to leave a three-star review, just, you know... Don't leave one. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> it's really mean. Like, we live in a world of five or one. Yeah, that's that's the world we live in. There's yeah. no room for nuance or no. subtlety anymore. No. Uh, all of my Uber trips while I was in Florida were all fives. Yeah. Were they all the same? Of course not. No. But I'm not going to be mean. They were all fine. <laughs> If something's fine, just rate it a five. No one robbed me. No one crashed. I mean, that's a five in my books. <laughs> we don't do ads. If, if it's an acceptable, passable thing, it's five stars. By the way, if you want to put ads on our podcast, we're totally into that. Yeah. Tic-tac, we're T- looking at you. Tic-tac, yeah. <laughs> Universal Studios. Um, <laughs> I have some Too ideas for you. World. We've really we've front-loaded this podcast for, oh boy. for yeah. Disney World and Universal. <laughs> But, they, got, uh, they got a half hour of free advertising. <laughs> there you go. Well, a lot of it was negative. But anyway, <laughs> uh, next episode uh, will come out possibly in the new year, but if not, hopefully sooner. Um, I hope so. Yeah, and it'll be Lisa on ice. So, you know, uh, Greg will get to sit in the front seat because he's a good guy at sports. I sure am. <laughs> uh, Thank you to Camille for guesting. Yeah, is today. there anything you want to plug? Uh, when when will this podcast be coming? Friday. Out? Friday. Uh, well, if you're in the Calgary area, uh, come see the one act drama Blackbird at the Motel Theater. It'll be playing Friday night, Saturday afternoon at two, and Saturday night at eight p.m. It is not a not comedy for the squeamish or for the squeamish, but it's uh, yeah, it's it like a hard hitting, like s- social commentary. Not even commentary, but social issues. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's powerful. Yeah. And it's been done all all over the world. Oh, thanks, Alan. Uh, It's been done all over the world. And this is its Calgary premiere. And we're closing this Saturday. So come out and uh, see it. See it. And then say hi after. What about in Lethbridge? Oh, yes. And uh, then in a completely different room, if you're in the uh, Lethbridge or Southern Alberta area for uh, Xmas and other uh, holiday tidings, there is a delightful Theatre for Young Audiences show opening Boxing Day and running until January 7th, I believe. It'll be uh, through New West Theatre, but at uh, the building Casa. Can I guess what it is? Yes. Is it a Munch show? No. Oh, all right. It is Hansel und Gretel. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. I was in that last year. Oh, Not delightful. at New West. It was a different thing. I was the witch. Come uh, see me play Alan's <laughs> version of the witch. Are you the witch? I think so. Oh, great. Yeah. We can uh, compare notes or great. something. I don't know how <laughs> Perfect. people do things. I don't know how actors I don't work. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Actors work. We played the same role. Is that cool? No. <laughs> okay, bye. Do I owe you royalties? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, don't get those two shows mixed up, though. Don't no. Yeah. Very different. <laughs> very, two very different Maybe shows. the most opposite things. <laughs> uh, great. Greg, do you want to plug your thing you're leaving me for? Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Christmasatthecastle.com. Just go there. All right. Go to Christmasatthecastle.com if you want to see some theater in Banff. That's castle, not asshole. So don't. Go to that website. <laughs> Christmas at the asshole.com is very different. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Christmas at the castle. <laughs> Not asshole. <laughs> now do I'm really curious do, if that's just, a real website. Just do the sign off. Okay. That can't be real.
Yeah, it can't oh, be a domain it's gotta name. be. It's rule thirty-two. All right, thanks again for listening, everybody. We'll hopefully see you soon, and uh, keep watching the ski. <laughs>